the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 70 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I'm Liam, and I'm 8. And we're going to have to change my number in two months Mm -hmm. and one day. Yeah, you're going to be 11 finally, so when I say you're 11, I'll be right. Yeah. That's wrong. I'm going to say she's 12. Yeah, so so we're back. and we had a you know kind of a nice fun show last week. Uh, we talked with Alethea and Nolan. It was super fun, and we we're super happy to talk to them. And I think we had a pretty good discussion. I really am uh, pleased with how that turned out. And uh, yeah, this is uh, they're they're really really cool people. And thank you, uh, Alethea and Nolan, for coming on the show again. And um, thanks too for patreoning us. Oh, for patreoning us. Yes, thank you for that. Also, of course. Um, so. You know, the the two episodes we had before that, we were talking about Star Wars Celebration and kind of going through some of the really cool news that came out from there. Uh, and we're still going to be doing that. So we're back at it today, kids. We're still, there's we're so much, like three more episodes. at least one more episode after this, because there's no way we're getting to it all. But before we get to that, let's talk about some of the Star Warsy stuff that we did recently. Uh, so not specifically Star Warsy, but geeky uh, or cool i guess uh it was free comic book day on saturday and we actually drove to fargo north dakota on saturday to visit some friends and as we were driving as we were leaving st paul and driving through roseville which is where the source comics is the the big one of the largest comic book stores in in the country actually um we we saw the big line snaking around the building and uh and we're we like, all oh, were like, oh, we're missing free comic book day today. I mean, we knew we were missing it, but that was just like a, a little you know, rubbing some salt on the wounds of missing free comic book day. You know, you can but, just say rubbing it in. Sure. That too. Uh, <laughs> so it feel good when you rub salt on No, it wound? doesn't. It makes the wound hurt more. That's why that's why that's a meta that's what the metaphor means. You oh, know? We were already sad. Or a make like it made us sadder. A it's, make-like, it's, yes, it's a make like, it's a make like, yes. Okay. So that's uh, we're almost actually here. Tangent. Uh, another <laughs> thing that we're that we are very close to done with is the his dark, materials, the his, his dark materials the his his dark materials trilogy. The last book. We're almost done with the yes, last book. Yes, we have, I think, like a chapter left of uh, the and Amber Spyglass. And Daddy's keeping us on a hinge. He's like, like, like we've had like twice mm-hmm. that we haven't read a bunch because we want to know something so bad, but he's not letting us there's a big decision that the main characters need to, to make and you're not quite sure what that decision is but i have I think, theory i think you figured it out anyway so um yeah so a make like is what some of the uh what one species in this book uh that's how they that's how they say metaphor uh, that's how they say metaphor that's they don't have, for they metaphor don't, exactly so uh so rubbing salt in the wounds is a make like or metaphor uh for basically feel you know making yourself or someone making you feel worse about something you already feel bad about right makes sense all right so but we went to fargo and we and guess went what? there was a free comic book day there of course 
I mean, it was a much smaller shop, but... Yeah, it's a smaller it comic shop. It was still free comic books, That's so right. yeah. Yep. Well, there was nothing Star Wars. No, there, there was no Star Wars comics, at least at, at the comics where we were there, at. I don't think there was, were any Um, There was offerings. a... Um, Steam Wars. Go- Steam Wars, yeah. Steam Wars, yeah. That thing. It's like yep. goth Star Wars, and he got it, I think. Mm, steampunk Star Wars, kind of gothy, I suppose, a little bit. Uh, yeah, we did get that one. I haven't read it yet, but uh, we have one of those from a previous uh, free comic book day, actually, a Steam Wars. Yeah. yeah, and actually, you know, there was, way back before the Disney sale, there is a Dark Horse uh, comic that I have that I got at free comic book day that is a Star Wars comic that I was looking through my old free comic book day comics and found this Star Wars comic, so... It's a, it's a Vader comic. It's pretty cool. cool. Anyway, so yeah, but they don't really do Star Wars comics anymore for free comic book day. But uh, but it was sad. really, really great that we still got to go. We got to go with our friends who live in Fargo, who, you know, they, they go there a lot anyway because they're big gamers and, and it's also a game store. It's called Paradox in Fargo. So uh, thank you, Paradox, for having a really great free comic book day. I don't know if uh, anyone Paradox well, is listening to this. People who go to Paradox might, and they might say, uh, oh. yeah. So, um, yeah, just uh, it was really nice that we still got to do it and got some good comics. And, you know, we got to hang out with our friends, and, and my friend, you know, have, they have a two-year-old uh, son who instantly gravitated co- uh, toward the Force Awakens comic novelization, which I bought at the comic store because, you know, you go to free comic book day and you get all these free comics. I feel like if if you're able to... Um, you know, purchasing something while you're there and supporting the comic book store and stuff. That's that's sort of why they have it, right? Get people coming out to the comic book store and, you know, uh, just helping people realize this store is here. You I know? wanted to get the game Codename, but we didn't. Uh, co- code names or code words? Code names. You know, but we gave that to my brother and, uh, and his wife um, for Christmas. So we'll get to play that soon. Anyway, their two-year-old uh, son really wanted to read the Force he's Awakens so comic. Cute. He's so goofy. He's huge and really into Star Wars. And uh, we were out, and uh, he was drawing, and uh, we drew a Death Star for him, and then he started drawing Death Stars. So now he draws Death Stars uh, like that was his thing. Did he the, literally the next just day. draw a circle? Yeah, a circle, circle with a circle in the middle and like a line across it. And you know he's two, so it's you know. It was actually it's a little good rough, for a but it's pretty cool. It's a good thing, yeah, for a two-year-old it's to draw. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because it's pretty, you know, basic shapes, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So it's always fun to, you know, hang out with friends and and uh, you know, geek out about Star Wars. That's fun too. So before we uh, hit celebration again, uh, we're gonna head on over to the news and talk about just a little bit of news. So, uh, StarWars.com had a kind of a contest, like you vote for who you want to be the next Hasbro three and three quarter inch vintage collection figure. So, this is like a really high quality action figure, basically. And uh, do and, they already have a Ray one? Um, yeah, I mean, well, there, there's there's been plenty of Ray, uh, different variations of Ray, right? Like, there's a three and three quarter, there's the Black Series, there's actually more than one kind of Black Series. And, um, so so there were, like, six or seven that you could vote for. Six or eight, maybe. Um, and one of them was, like, a Luke uh, in his X-Wing, you know, outfit, or um, one was Ahsoka. Anyway, Dr. Aphra, 
one. Which is really is awesome. Dr. Afra the one with the weird nose? No. No. I don't think so. Who is he then? Weird. No, she. She. Yeah, so you haven't read the, the Vader comics. She seems but familiar. Afra, right. Yeah, Afra is is uh, one of the he main characters the in the Vader comic. Yeah, Liam. So Liam really liked Afra when we mm-hmm. read it. She's basically she's an archaeologist kind of. Oh, in Star yeah, these two droids and her Padme. No. Did she Padme? like do no, the no. thing with Padme? No, well, that's um. With Leia, you mean? Do you mean did she like uh, investigate Padme's death? Yeah. Yes, she did. She did investigate. And so Vader, like. Asked her? Vader. <laughs> anyway, we can... I've hey, never read. Here's, a, here's an idea, Anna. Read the Vader comics. I will. Oh, here. <laughs> and um, Dr. Afra has two droids. One's an actual match that just a bunch of weapons come out and start shooting people. Like yep. She has missiles. Uh-huh. Oh, and yep. he can light TNT, I think. <laughs> uh, and there's also um, a 3PO droid. Yeah. One of those. Um, mm-hmm. Triple and Zero and BT. Yep. Triple Zero. And BT, BT's yeah. the little one, triple zero, yeah. big one, and um, he's cool too. They're yeah. basically completely evil versions of R two and three PO. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, I There's think it's really cool that Afra Afra won this because, like, she's never been in anywhere other than the comics. Well, actually, she's in like Force Arena now. Uh, like, you can, oh. she's Darth Vader's, you know. Uh, companion sort of so she's she's starting to show up in other you know other places um but you know she was created for this comic book and she she beat out all these other characters you know it's just really really cool i would vote for ahsoka well ahsoka was was one of the options but you know there's been plenty of ahsoka figures at least a few of them and there's never been an afra so that's really cool i would vote for afra there's a there's an afra star wars crossover so like a luke and afra go on a on an adventure. Do we talk about this on the show? I don't the think so. Citadel. The Screaming Citadel is what it's called. Yeah. And it, it's like a horror story kind of. And oh, and Luke and Afra and Afra Afra who worked with Darth Vader, you know, who like really was like with Darth Vader is, she is now with him? Uh, kind of, yeah. He uh, kind of, he turned against her. Uh, yeah, because yeah, of something. Yeah. So anyway, hooray Afra. So this next section of the news here isn't really a spoiler but it does give us kind of an idea of what we can expect in the last jedi a little bit so i guess like i don't consider it a spoiler i mean it's it was something that was on entertainment weekly so they don't spoil things but if you're super sensitive skip ahead a minute or two uh but the story came out about how ryan johnson asked jj abrams to change the end of the force awakens and the original idea is that when Ray goes to Octo to to find Luke, you know, Ray and Chewie go, and BB-8 would go with them. But Ryan Johnson asked J.J. Abrams to change it and have R2 go with them instead of BB-8 because he wanted there to be uh, that connection in his movie, right, in The Last Jedi, between Luke and R2. You know, to have Luke see his old friend again would be have this great emotional impact, right? And so J.J. Abrams changed it. Isn't that cool? I just love that they were, like, working together already, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think they ever shot the actual scene with BB-8, right? Um, but... The end of The Force Awakens? Yeah. 
the end of the Force Awakens. But it's not but this was before yeah, R2D2 the goes Force with out. them to Octo. This oh, happened but before it was, the Force Awakens came out. It was yes. going to be BB-8. It was going to be BB-8. But uh, but Ryan Johnson was like, hey, can you have it be R2 instead? Because of what he wanted to do in The Last Jedi. And JJ said, sure. And so Ryan Johnson says this about The Last Jedi. Uh, and about Luke. Figuring out where his head was at was the very first thing I had to do when writing the movie. So meaning where his head was at, like who is, like what's Luke thinking? Why is he there? Uh-huh. You know, where where where's your head at? Um, obviously it's on his body, on the top of his body. It's not like under his foot, but so. What if it's under his armpit? Just holding it around. So he said, I had to crack this and, I, and he had to figure it out. And it had to be something for me that first and foremost made sense. Why did Luke Skywalker go off to this island? Johnson says. That was the starting point and that's what the entire movie explores. Oh, Whoa. So we will learn why Luke Skywalker went off to that island. So something to look forward to. Because the Jedi had to end. Because the Jedi Dun, had to end. Dun, that was a cool sentence in the trailer. Oh, maybe. Maybe not. Oh, maybe do you want to know why sentence. I came to this island? Because it's time for the Jedi to end. Right. Exactly. They could have spliced together different, you know. Time. Yeah. All right, so that was a little bit of news, but now we're going to go back in time. We're going to go back to Star Wars Celebration. All right, so we're going to go to Sunday. (laughs) Sunday, the final day of Star Wars Celebration, and we're going to hear more from our our patron, Amy Wishman-Nalen, and her daughter, Emily. You know, they sent us... Some audio for Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and now here we go. Here's Sunday, and here is uh, their report from Sunday at Star Wars Celebration. Hey, children of the Force. Hi, this is Amy. This is Emily. Your Star Wars Celebration special correspondents. And we're here today to talk about the last day of celebration, Sunday. It was Easter Sunday. And we started off Sunday by going to the Lego Freemaker Adventures panel. It was fun. They had the creators of the show there, the composer of the score, and then um, Leland Chi from the Lucasfilm Story Group. They had, um, they showed some looks for what's coming in season two. They talked a little bit about the story and the first episode of season two. Yeah. We got to see a special sneak peek of the season two episode and it's, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really, there were some really great moments in the episode and I think they're going to be some shorts that debut May 4th for May the 4th be with you. And then they will, um, later this summer, I think the series will debut. So we were very excited about that. They, they were a lot of fun and I think the episodes are going to be a real treat. Be funny. They're going to be so funny. One cool thing about season two of Freemaker Adventures is that Hera and Chopper are going to appear. 
And that's Emily's Chopper impression. Um, and Leland Chi even talked a little bit about how even though Freemaker Adventures isn't canon, it's canon adjacent, they feel confident that Hera would be alive at this point in the timeline, which is um, between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So, spoiler alert, Hera and Chopper make it through the season four of Rebels, even past Rogue One. So, um, as I still process my Rebels... I uh, am working to uh, at least focus on the fact that we know Hera makes it. Uh, after we went to the Mark Hamill panel following. Well, which was in the streaming room because we couldn't go there. Like We didn't get a ticket for the, the main stage it was on. We went to the room where it was streamed. Galaxy stage. The galaxy stage. And... Uh, Poor Mark had almost no voice left, but he still came out and was so gracious and so wonderful and so funny. Part of the panel, his puppy came out. Yes, at the end, his puppy Millie came out and quite frankly stole the show. He also brought out his old blue sweater, which if there are any... Ugly blue sweater. <laughs> the ugly blue sweater. If there are any hamsters out there that follow that sweater that he's had for decades online, he brought it out to the panel. It just was a real testament to how much he loves his fans. And it was a really beautiful thing to witness. He's just an amazing guy. The last thing we did was we went to the closing ceremonies where they kind of went to each stage and talked about some of the highlights of the celebration. A lot of the big highlights for the big panels, we didn't take part in. Um, we either didn't wait over not line or we didn't get there in time because we had, you know, we're at the clinic or whatever. But we still had an amazing celebration, even though we didn't see some of the more iconic moments that we would have been watching if we were streaming at home. I still plan to watch those moments, but we were able to meet so many people, so many friends that I had made online. We were able to meet new friends. I enjoyed that, meeting your friends online. Yeah, meeting, meeting my online friends, some of my Star Wars Twitter friends, was definitely the highlight of the celebration for me, in addition to just sharing the moment and the love of Star Wars with Emily and getting to see the celebration through her eyes. So the closing ceremonies was fun. They showed a video, um, which I know was on YouTube. I basically cried through that whole thing. It just was an emotional she experience. Really, she really did. I stood up and she had to get out of Kleenex. <laughs> so it was uh, an amazing experience. I would love to go to a celebration again. I feel like forewarned is forearmed now that I kind of know what to expect. Um, I feel like each celebration would just get better and better. I'm hoping that 2019 is domestic and we can go to it. Would you like to go if we had a chance, Emily? Yes, I would love to. I would love to. So that's it for our celebration dispatches. Thanks for allowing us to share some of our celebration experience and may the force be with you. May the force be with you and it was an honor. Thank you. Well, my goodness. It was an honor to have you record those for our show. Thank you so much, Thank Amy you. and Emily. It was, uh, yeah. Thank really, you. Really cool to have those reports. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for all of that. Um, not just, you know, Sunday, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That was great. Um, 
So as we were listening to that, Anna, you had a question about uh, Mark Hamill's sweater. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I have no idea. Honestly, what that I means. when I wasn't, I somehow was not aware of this Mark Hamill sweater thing. So I looked it up, and uh, he so like way back after I think it might have been after A New Hope or maybe Empire Strikes Back. Um, he was like on a talk show, and he had this blue sweater, and it was you know what now people call ugly sweaters. They call that's what they call them. They're they're kind of knit cotton or wool um so anyway he wore this sweater and then like there's a photo of him like 10 years after that at like an award ceremony or something and he's wearing the exact same sweater and then there's a photo of him like 10 years after that wearing the same sweater which i you know as someone who wears the same t-shirt for years and years and years i i, I understand but as someone it's... who wears the same exact um, jacket since I was four and I'm actually growing <laughs> and I'm a child and I'm not a grown adult and I'm not, it's not like I've stopped growing I'm That's still serious. growing and I still mm-hmm. wear it yeah it became it became a, a sweater that was too big for you to now like a like an over uh, what do they call those a shawl kind of yeah with, it a like shawl goes with arms up, like it's higher than my it goes higher than my belly button. Oh. It's it so went funny. lower than my hips, and <laughs> yeah. now it's higher than my belly button. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but it's it's very uncommon to see an actor who's like as famous as Mark Hamill or anyone you know, like wear the same thing more than once. Like it's a rare thing to see them. You know, which which when you think about it, like how many clothes do they have to have, right? How many changes of clothes do they have to have where you never see them wear the same thing twice? I you know, that's don't amazing. Know. That's so, so it's actually like, but it's, it's, but it is, that's just the way it is. So it's really weird to, to see Mark Hamill wearing the same sweater for decades, right? That's a strange thing. So that, that's, that's Mark Hamill's sweater. <laughs> um, and, uh, just hearing, you know, like I, I kind of, I think I know the video that Amy's talking about, just the sort of like, here was Star Wars Celebration 2017. And, uh, yeah, it's an emotional can we video. Watch it? Yeah, yeah, we can watch it. Um, you know, it's really cool. And, and I think it's, yeah, I can't imagine how, how emotional it must be to be there. And, uh, I hope you do get to go to another one, Amy and Emily. And, and I, I hope, hope we get that to we go see you there. How awesome would that be? That would be um, so cool. Yeah, that would be cool. So we don't know where it's going to be, but I'm, I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling it's going to be in Anaheim. So, That'll be awesome, and hopefully we'll see you there. And thanks again. So, uh, so Amy talked about Freemakers. So we're going to start talking about some of the stuff that came out, right? Season two of Freemaker Adventures. Um, so remember, at the end of season one, they kind of end up joining the rebellion, right? And uh, they do. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. I remember that. So, so one of the cool things that came out at this panel, this Freemakers panel, was that. Um, they gave a, a design update to the characters, right? Like they're wearing different things now, you know, just a little bit of a, you know, like different clothes, like they do in Rebels, right? Like Sabine. Yeah, sure, and Ezra too, with his haircut, and you know, like they they just kind of update the design. So the way they did that in Freemakers was they imagined what the Freemakers would look like in in if they were real and not Lego, and then they changed their costume on in, uh, in real life. And then they took that costume and they made a Lego costume out of it. Oh, right? wow. So, like, that's how they do it for movies, too, right? Like, you see, like, the Batman costume, 
you know, like that would be based on the actual Batman costume, right? And then they make a Lego version of it. So, um, so I kind of scoured the internet and I found some photos that people took of, uh, of the screen, <laughs> um, that showed what, you know, what the character looked like before and after. So in Freemaker Adventures, we have, uh, Xander and Cordy and Rowan. Those are the three main characters and their brother, uh, two brothers and a sister. So here's Xander. I'm, I'm showing these photos to you kids. Uh, I can't really. And uh, here's Cordy. Pretty cool, huh? Uh -huh. I'll put these photos on the website too. And, uh, and here's Rowan. Kind of looks like a, like a little bit older Anakin, sort of. Uh, and then the new villain is uh, Mock, M-O-C, and uh, it's going to be like this this evil droid who uses lightsabers apparently. <laughs> and uh, they did like an actual drawing of what of what that droid would look like too. So I had quite the time finding these images online, and I want to uh, thank the websites that actually posted them. Uh, one of them was BlackGirlNerds.com, another one was BrickFanatics, and uh, at Star Scavengers, which is a a podcast that is about the Freemaker Adventures, <laughs> Star Scavengers, yeah. So, um, so we're kind of talking about TV, and uh, did you kids watch the like the preview, the the trailer for season two of Freemaker Adventures? Did we watch that? No, nope. maybe. Yeah, we'll but I want to watch, watch it again. We'll nope. have to watch that again. Season two? No, I don't think you did watch yeah. it. Oh yeah, we'll have to watch that. What? Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. So yeah, there's that there's like a spaceship that's made that's powered by a kyber crystal. Remember? Okay, we did not watch. You this. did not watch that. Okay, yeah, cool. So don't, no spoilers. Okay, we'll we'll watch it. We're not gonna watch it right now though, because we got more to talk about, like forces of destiny. What? So forces of destiny. You, I told you about this, right? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Maybe I didn't. So this is an animated micro-series. Forces of Destiny. A micro-series. So, you know, like, they're going to be mini-episodes that are going to be released online. You know, like five minutes long or something, right? And so it's kind of like the, the Clone Wars animated... Uh, the cartoon Clone Wars, right? Like, those were originally only, like, seven minutes or five minutes or something and then when you put them all together they kind of make a story well these i think are going to be individual stories and they're going to focus on on the female characters of star wars you told so, me there might be something like this but you never said for sure oh really what no i didn't even know about it until the day before uh, star wars celebration or i think like wednesday at midnight or something like no, that is when they said, released it you said there's going to be another tv show when rebels oh. is done and it might I'm hoping it's going to be about the female characters. It oh. might be, and then oh. you never told me that it was actually that it was actually going to happen. Yeah, that must have been something different that I was hoping for because um, this is new to me. This was new to me when I, you know, I, I don't I don't remember thinking that this is something they should do. Uh, I thought maybe it'd be cool if they if they did just kind of like like Star Wars stories where there's like a few episodes and then and then it follows a different person, you know. Um, sort of like how Clone Wars did, right? The Clone Wars didn't follow the same group of people for every episode, right? Right. Um, not like Rebels does. So, but anyway, no, this is, these are going to be little, like, shorts. Like, there's going to be an Ahsoka short. There's going to be a Jin Erso. There's going to be one about Leia. There's going to be one about Rey. There's going to, you know, so they're, they're oh, yeah. doing a bunch of Oh, yeah. Is there going to be one them. about Asajj Ventress? I do don't know. She could show up in one. I'm not sure. If, I that would really be awesome. Hope. That would be awesome. Afra, maybe. I mean, who knows, right? They haven't. They definitely haven't announced everything 
that's coming out with this this series. Um, so this is you know Lucasfilm Animation is working on this. Uh, like the story group is working on this. These are canon, uh, and um, it's going to be. It's not just going to be cartoons. It's going to be uh, books and. So, oh, speaking of Hera, surviving things, remember, because Amy said that Hera was in uh, season two of the Freemaker Adventures, which means she survives beyond A New Hope, because the Freemaker Adventures takes place between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And even though Freemakers is kind of not canon, but sort of canon, right? So if a character exists in Freemaker Adventures, they probably exist in actual canon? Most likely. But we know that Hera survives even longer than that because one of these Forces of Destiny shorts is about Hera teaming up with Han and Leia on Endor. So Hera is on Endor. She's on Endor at the time I'm assuming. What? I don't think this is like Han and Leia. (laughs) Right. How cool is that? So these come out July 2017 is when they start coming out. And, you know, it's not, like I said, not just the cartoons. There's going to be uh, action figures from Hasbro, which I think they're calling them dolls. Uh, because this show, and I mean, these, all of this stuff is going to be marketed toward... Now, they're, I think they're going to be really careful about how they do it. But they're marketing it toward girls. Right? That's, the, that's kind of the goal. Uh-huh. Um... And, you know, part of, like, the cynic, the cynic in me, the person who's, you know, thinks, oh, you know, do we really, you know, do we, do we need, but do we need to do this? Like, um, you know, girls already like Star Wars. Why do we need to do, but the other part of me is like, oh, this is so cool. Like, they're actually, like, really trying to focus on girls because they know that girls like Star Wars. And let's, let's do, like, um, you know... Let's put. I'm still watching that. Oh, of course, of course. No, these are not. I cannot wait to watch these. They're going to be awesome. Um, They're going to be so. But I think it's it's also important to to, you know for Lucasfilm and for Hasbro and Disney to understand that uh, Star Wars isn't a is not a boys' property. It's not a boys' thing. It's an everybody thing, and this is helping them. I don't like how it's segmented. That's kind of one little issue that I have. This is like, this is for the girls and this is for the boys. You know, like, is that how they're doing it? Kind of. It kind of is from a marketing standpoint. Like, uh, how you know, who they're talking to with these things, who they're trying to reach with these things. They're still kind of thinking of it in like, you know, we got to reach the kids with this and the adults with this and the girls with this and the boys with this. And I don't really like that, but that's how marketing works. I don't like that that's how it works, but it is. So since that is how it works, I'm glad that they're at least doing this, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but so action figures are going to be a big part of this. And I have a feeling, again, the, the cynical person in me is like, they're just making these to sell action figures. <laughs> but you could say that about the movies too. So, you know, um, it's, it's all part of one big thing. Uh, and there's going to be books and apparel, so clothes, bedding. You know, you could get sheets with, like, the, the characters looking like they do in these. Do you think I right? could get a, um, <laughs> no, no, like, one of the, a curtain? Because I want a new curtain. You want a new curtain. Yeah, maybe if they have some curtains. That'd oh, be yeah, cool. yeah, that'd be so cool. But there's going to be more, too. Uh, not just books, apparel, and bedding. There's going to be more and more and more. It's going to take no, over mean, everything. There's going to be more and more and more and more. 
So I have a couple images of what these action figures look like. Um, is that and they chewy? look that is chewy. <laughs> that is chewy. <laughs> it looks a little strange. I mean, that's like actual like kind of furry hair, you know. Uh, is that Sabine? That is Sabine. And there's Jin and Leia and Ray. Okay, and Ray looks really good. Yeah. And Leia looks her hair. Yeah. It's just looks a different okay. style. What's well, the hot? I'm just gonna have to. It's her hot hair style. Yeah. Um, so. Sabine's hair is really puffy. <laughs> Sabine's hair is yeah, puffy, yeah. Puffy. But how else do you do? I mean, if you're going to have real hair or, you know, actual, like, hair-like substance on there, that's kind of how you got to do it. But um, but what I love about these action figures is is that they move. Like, you can bend them Literally, and pose them. And like, do like, their, their elbows, elbows move? move? Yes, their Does hands. Their knees move? Their knees move, yes. Okay, these their are going to be move. so good. I want, is... I want these for Christmas and my birthday. <laughs> if it's out on my birthday. Awesome. I mean, this is how I want all action figures to Same. move. You know? Oh, look, Ray has a lightsaber. Ray has a lightsaber. Oh, exactly. yeah. So, yeah, the articulation in these. These images pass the Bechdel test, uh, the Bechdel toy test. Uh, more than one woman is in the image, and they are articulating with each other about something other than men. <laughs> oh, that's a joke that I wrote that is not funny. Uh, so the Bechdel test. <laughs> so, so there's this, there's, and I, I should explain what the Bechdel test is. It, it, it's meant to be a test of whether or not a movie passes or fails this test. At, at some point during the movie, is there more than one woman on the screen at the same time? Do they talk to each other? And do they talk to each other about something other than a man? And most movies fail this test. Literally? Literally. Uh, most of the Star Wars movies fail that test, you know? The original trilogy does. Every single one of them. Uh, the prequel trilogy does. Pretty much every single one of them. Which I think ones every, I don't. think everyone does, actually. Uh, actually, Attack of the Clones might not. And Phantom Menace might not. I think, uh... Oh, Rebels does. Rebels? Oh, yeah. Sabine and Rebels. are talking about why she can't meet fan, um... Fulcrum and all that. Oh sure, yeah. Rebels totally passes. Yeah, yep. Rebels so passes. Yeah, a lot that. of the a lot of episodes do. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I think uh, these cartoons are gonna pass the Bechdel test. So, hooray! Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Da 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 that was TV. <laughs> Are you singing the female characters of Star Wars? No. Leia. Mothma. That would be awesome. There should be one about that. That would be so cool. That's what a lot of people are clamor want more Mon Mothma. More Mon Mothma. More Mon Mothma. Nutella. More Mothma. Mon Mothma. Nutella. Mon Mothma says Tin. Hera. Nutella. Stay on target. They just came up with Nutella. Stay on target. All right, so I think we've gotten through TV. 
that's what I wanted to talk about in regards to TV at Star Wars Celebration. We talked about Rebels, the last Celebration episode we did. Now we've talked about Freemaker Adventures. We talked about Forces of Destiny. And let's talk about some books. And, and we've talked about books a little bit, but I've kind of learned more about them since we talked about them. So I'm going to go through these books and... Uh, uh, maybe I'll, I'll read each book and you give me your, how much are you looking forward to this book or how cool does it sound on a scale of one to 10? Okay. Sounds All right. Good. So, uh, I got this information by the way, from this Facebook page called star Wars upcoming books and comics. And they kind of get all of this information that the publishers release and put it all on one page, uh, where, you, you know, they have the image for the cover of the book and they have all this information on each book that's coming out, which is really cool. Really handy way to that see what's coming really out. Yeah. Super I really, cool. really appreciate uh, that resource on Facebook. So the first one we talked about a little bit Phasma by Delilah Dawson. Uh, this is a Del Rey novel. So it's like a, like a, you know, big time star Wars novel and it's 320 pages long. It's just a full length novel. I had thought maybe this was going to be like a junior novel. This is pretty much a full length novel. I think it's hard to know though. Sometimes because like sometimes the, the, the letter, the lines of, you know, the sentences are spaced out. And sometimes the letters are big. Are bigger. Right. Like, um, like we got that rebel rising book. We just got that in the mail. Oh, that's another star Wars thing. We got rebel rising in the mail. We did end up ordering the hard copy and, uh, and it's a big book, but the words, the, the lines are, you know, the spacing between the lines is pretty big. So it's kind of misleading. You know, the story isn't as long as the book looks, right? Which is okay. And I started reading it and it's really good. Like I enjoyed the first chapter of that book more than I think I enjoyed all of Thrawn. It is good. This is a, like, this story picks up when Jin, when, when Saw says we have a long ride ahead. That's where, that's basically where this story starts. Does, and it, you does see it say her, we have a long ride ahead and then it's like... Well, no, but whatever. It's, it's, he does say that, yes. Yeah, it does say that. Yeah, no, it picks up exactly there. And then you see her climb out of the thing you and then they go... You hear her? Well, yeah, whatever. You read her, yes. <laughs> and and she goes back to the, to the house and Saw looks around the house for any kind of information that Galen okay. may have left out. It's I'm good. It's so need to read It's this. so cool. You do. Anyway, back to Phasma. Uh-huh. Uh, so so the 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 kind of the what solicitation copy is what it's called, right? So basically the little blurb about what the book's about is Phasma will reveal the origins of the mysterious chrome stormtrooper. Chrome? Discover chrome. That's the color. Right? So this book w- is going to reveal the origins of Phasma. Oh. Discover Captain Phasma's mysterious history in this Journey to Star Wars, The Last Jedi novel. So we're going to get to see the origin of Phasma. Where did Phasma come from? Who is Phasma? Cool. Pretty cool. Uh, So scale of one to ten. How how excited? How excited are you for Um, that one? How how cool does it sound, I suppose? Seven, eight, probably an eight. Yeah, Liam? Yeah, I would say two, like eight. Seven. Yeah. Do you, I mean, we were really looking forward to Phasma with The Force Awakens, and she didn't do too much. So uh-huh. are we hoping that we see her do more? And Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Phasma is like, awesome. She, she looks so cool. She does. Um, all right, so then we got a young adult novel by Claudia Gray, author of Lost Stars, which is also a young adult novel. This is being put out by the same... People who put out Lost Stars, Disney Lucasfilm Press. 
and this is Leia, Princess of Alderaan. And this takes place before A New Hope. All right. Comes out September 1st. A lot of these come out September 1st, which is Force Friday for The Last Jedi, right? So it's her growing, it's basically her growing up with um, Bale. Bale and Brea, yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm assuming, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get to see Leia on Alderaan. We're going to get Leia with her mom, oh, Leia with uh, her dad, yeah. right? We've so. never seen Leia with her mom, except for that one scene in episode three. Yeah, that just... That's oh. the only time that we've seen her with her we, mom. We, I think we see her briefly with Brea in the Princess Leia comic, don't we? Uh, maybe. I think we do, just a little bit. Um, so anyway, this so this says it's a young adult novel about 16-year-old Princess Leia. So she's 16. So that's about three years before A New Hope. So right around the time of uh, when we see her on Rebels, actually. So I wonder, wouldn't that be cool if we saw her on Rebels? Like that was part of the book? No, that would... No, but but she's 14. She's... Was she 14? Oh, no. she's probably 15. When we see her in Rebels? Because she's was... the same age as Ezra. Ezra was 15 then. Was he? Yeah. Was that four years before A New Hope then? Because she's 19 in A New Hope. Um, I don't remember. That was season two. So Ezra was uh -huh. 16, wasn't he? Uh, maybe. Because he was 15 in season one, wasn't he? No, he was 14. 14? Okay, one. so 15 in season two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, so she, she, she that might be after that. After. Okay, okay. But what if we're seeing her in season four again? Well, that's, that, that's so a good point. So that, that, that might, she might be. Myself yeah. Is, I think... Sabine's also a hairstylist, and she cut Ezra's hair. You yeah. think Sabine cut Ezra's hair? And she's also, because she's also a hairstylist. Well, someone had to cut his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he went to well, a barber shop. One of those ones where the barber talks to you. And he's like, <laughs> okay, so what would you like? Where would you like it cut? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, dearie, where would you like it cut again? Or he would pull out his lightsaber and go, okay, this is going to be Like, he just goes, Shoo. he just cuts the top of his hair off. Mm. Kanan would have to do it. He'd be like, mm. no, he could do But Kanan's blind, so that might be a little scary. Oh, <laughs> right. Although he can sense really well in the Force, apparently. I mean, he's good at sensing things. So, so also out September 1st is a book called Star Wars, The Power of the Force. And uh, so this is kind of a like a kid's book, sort of. Um, and it says, learn about the light and dark sides of the Force and those who are sensitive to it. This storybook spans the entire Star Wars saga and introduces readers to heroes like Luke Skywalker, Yoda, and Rey, as well as villains like Darth Vader, Darth Maul, and Kylo Ren. So... Um, okay, so this will be good for, like, we know... Um, uh, girl and she's a baby mm. and she might like this oh. when she's like a toddler mm, to maybe. introduce her to the characters of star wars maybe i thought i thought this was the perfect book for our five-year-old listener wyatt oh who remember because because i think you know he's learning how to read and i think this book is for i don't know how many were i don't i can't see the inside of this book yet right but it seems like it's a really nice overview of uh learning about Jedi, you know, because remember he asked us like, how do you learn about Jedi? Well, this book was written for Wyatt basically. Like here's all you need to know about the force. It would also be 
a perfect book for you know the two-year-old that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It would be a perfect book for him when he starts oh. to learn to read. Yeah, that's and that's maybe true. we could even read it to him now. Oh yeah, he would like it. Maybe. Oh, we never even. Oh, we never. We forgot to rank uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. <gasps> oh yeah, Anna, we did. One to ten. Um. Um. Claudia Gray. Nine. Young adults. Yeah. And a half. <laughs> nine and a half. Yeah. Liam. <laughs> I've never really read anything from Claudia Gray, and it doesn't sound that good, actually. I oh. think I would read it. Lost Stars was like great. A six. A Take six. my word for well, it. Well, but he hasn't read it, so he doesn't know. So he's saying six right now, you know? When it's once you get. an opinion. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, I know. I know what an opinion is. That's what you think. You know, I might, like, really not I like know. it at all. It's true. Who knows? Uh, so, Power of the Force, what do you think? I mean, for us, maybe it's not, but it but looks like a pretty cool book. like, so. our younger friends, probably. It looks for a good book for me. Yeah. I like it. It yeah. looks like maybe, like... Seven? A seven. Sevens? We got sevens. All right. So, uh, an updated edition of Star, uh, Star Wars Absolutely Everything You Need to Know. Remember we got that one from the library, where it's, like, just really silly stuff. A lot of it's silly. Everything uh, you need to know. No, I don't remember. Oh, well, that. there's an updated edition coming out also September 1st. Cool. And uh, I kind of I kind of want to get that one, actually. Cool. Because it's canon, and it has a lot of really cool facts in it, you know? And okay, I thought it could just be like... Get it! It could be a, a new canon news, just a, a, a font of canon news knowledge. Canon news um, song, yeah. Canon news so, song, yeah. In new comic news that I had to read many times... In order to believe, IDW, which is a comic company that is not Marvel, is going to be making Star Wars comics, and they're going to gear them toward a younger crowd. So they're going to come out with about an eight, uh, eighty-page soft cover comic, so an eight, like a eighty-page comic once a month. Comic? Yeah, it's going to come out October seventeenth is the first one. And it looks like it's going to be multiple stories per issue. So here's the cover cool. of the first issue, Star Wars Adventures. And you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of those Clone Wars Adventures. Do you remember those, Liam? And, oh, and they were kind of animated. I remember those. Yeah. Those were cool. Those, and they're kind of like the littler books, the littler comics. Yeah. Remember that? Like the books, the, it's not the size of a comic. Uh, it's a smaller size, but then it's thicker, right? I like so to this read could those be, every once in a while. I mean, it fun. wasn't like my goal to read all of them mm-hmm. because there was already so much out. Mm-hmm. But for this, it might be my goal to read all of them, to read them, just because mm. I'm here and yeah. I know when they're coming out so I can read all of them. Yeah, I wonder how much these are going to be. I bet they're only be like maybe like $8, I bet. Mm. We could buy, we could like pool our money, Liam, yeah. and buy some. Or I, you could buy them because you have way more money than me. Because oh. I keep spending it and he got a lot for his birthday. <laughs> so how excited are you about this one, Liam? This this Star Wars Adventures? Like maybe nine or eight. Nine or eight? Eight. Eight, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it too. So Could last but... I don't like reading chapter books as much. They're not chapter books. I know, so oh, I'm happy oh, you're about excited, this comic. Oh, you're more excited lot. about it. Yeah. I almost said excited or... You're excited. excited you're excited about you're this one. More excited, Daddy, <laughs> and proper grammar. I'm excitedest. So <laughs> I'm excitedest. So last but not least in this list of books is the Rebel Files. 
And this book is going to be by Daniel Wallace. And it's going to be... So Dan Wallace wrote the, um, the Jedi Path. Oh, and, him! You know, Sabine's sketchbook, Ezra's journal, um, the Book of Sith, the Bounty Hunter Code, the Imperial Handbook. Well, I want this to read the Bounty is, Hunter Code. Yeah, it Same. looks pretty cool. I know. I want to read all of them. The Rebel Files. So this is like a book. Kind. Of, I think it's kind of like maybe the Imperial Handbook, but it's about rebels instead, right? And this is like the deluxe edition. We're looking at a photo here where it's like this hard case that opens up and it's got like the schematics of the Death Star that are projected on a screen by some sort of little laser thing. And it looks super cool. It's like $100. Um, oh, but, you know, they also come out with uh, like a, a, you know, non-deluxe version of this. So that, is like, it a book? It's a book, but it's also this cool case, you know. So this is kind of the, the collector's item, right? But like the, how we have the Jedi Path is just a book, right? Well, this they'll come out with just a book for this too, where you can buy just the book and it won't be so expensive. But this is super cool. I mean, this is like, I, if I had a ton of money, I'd probably buy this, right? I mean, it's such a cool little... Will uh, you buy it anyways? No, not this. <laughs> if you were rich, not, would you? If I was a rich man, I would buy this and every other Star Wars book that exists. I know you would. I really knew you would. I know you would. I would. Yeah, I do. Too. If I were a rich, uh, rich boy, I would give you all the stars. Okay. And I would give you some of my money, too. Yep. So you could I take care. I would be taking care of you, and I would be buying your food and all that. Mm-hmm. When he got and old. Just in case anyone's wondering, that tune that I sang was from the musical Fiddler on the Death Star. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a joke for all you Fiddler on the Roof fans out there. All right, so anyway, there's wait, a lot wait, more. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 we're going to gloss over it. Not. We're glossing no. over it. No, we're not. Okay, we're not. Okay. We're not. You, I'll, so. you can ask me after. Got it. Ask me after. Okay. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot more books coming out, and there's way more than we can cover on the show. Uh, so go more. go check out that Facebook page, uh, Star Wars Upcoming Books and Comics. Check it out. They have like a, just look at their photos, and you'll see all these books that are coming out, and yeah, there's so many. There's There are books out that I don't even know exist. They're out right now, and I've never seen them before. I mean, it's impossible to keep up. So, so many, many um, Which, it's such a great problem to have, I think. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, you know, next, uh, next episode, I think we're going to get into uh, some video game stuff. But, uh, and then we might be done with, oh, that might be the last thing we have to talk about as far as celebration goes. Oh, no, there's more, because I I captured some audio from panels that I just really wanted to talk about. Some really good, you know, snippets of things that just I find so interesting. Uh, So that's not really news, but that's more just like, here's what some people said. Let's talk about it. But that'll come later. Uh, But for now, you know, we're almost done, but we are actually going to have a joke. So let's go have a joke. And our joke this week comes from Amy, uh, who, by the way, uh, is on Twitter at Amy Wishman, uh, W-I-S-H-M-A-N. And uh, Amy also writes for um, Unmistakably Star Wars and another website who uh, I'm blanking at the moment, but uh, I feel bad about that, but I, I can't remember the name of the other website. Um, but anyway, yeah, so just follow her on Twitter and then you'll see all the cool things that Amy does. 
So Amy's joke is, and this might be Amy and Emily, I'm not sure. She said we have a joke for you, so. Alright, so here's the joke. What does the Jedi Temple use for protection? I don't know. I don't know. Ayla security cameras. <laughs> That's cheesy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love cheesy jokes. <laughs> yeah. So Amy, Amy, yeah, wrote that on Twitter uh, to us, and uh, I said that'll that'll be great on the show, and she said, "Oh, is it that bad?" <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, uh, no, thank you so much, Amy, for that joke. I, that was that was good. That was not that was not a bad joke. I mean, it was cheesy. But it was good. We love cheesy jokes. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. So thank you again, Amy, for that joke. And and also just thanks again for all the the Star Wars Celebration uh, reporting that you and Emily did. I really can't thank you enough for that. Um, And thank you, everybody else, for listening to episode 70 of Children of the Force. And as always, thanks to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. If you would like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are. Children of the Force. Our email address is. ForceChildren at gmail.com. Our website is. www.childrenofthefoes.com. And head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we would love to play on the show. And go to patreon.com slash children of the force to become a patron of the show and earn our undying gratitude and uh, also a shout out on the show and more. Uh, you know, you can come on the show depending on what level and all that jazz. So just go on over there and, and you know, give us what you can or, uh, you know, or not. And that's fine too. Uh, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, and remember that you know we'll be doing another giveaway in the future, and if you leave a review on iTunes, you'll automatically be entered in any giveaway we do in the future. All right, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Leo. And may the Force be with you. Welcome to episode 70 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one kid and his... (laughs) By one kid and his two adults. Oh, I don't have any adults. No, I'm not gonna. Maybe I'll put that at the end. Right, a little blooper at the end. (laughs) 